If you've got a Bible in front of you, if you could turn to Isaiah 55. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story, and then we're going to read Isaiah 55. Lisa's also already alluded to it. I don't know if that was intentional. But, uh, um, and just a reminder, if, if you were here at the earlier service of the, the, the word for today, which is a picture of a car tyre, and it's deflated, and the car couldn't go anywhere. Then when it's pumped up with air, the car goes on its journey, and God might be saying, the Spirit is available for you to be filled with power so that you can complete all I desire for you to do. The story is, uh, it goes back uh, a few weeks now when um, the young people in, uh, in youth church, uh, Jude was leading them, and they were having a time of listening to God. And I don't know if you remember, Jude came in here, and if you, if you were here that day, shared with third service what it was that the, uh, the young people had heard. And there were various pictures and words and hymns and bits of scripture and whatever. And there was one um, where the, the young person, I don't know who it was, had actually said to Jude, well, I've got something, but I, I, it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't really want to share it. He said, no, 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 go and share what it is. And it was the word Brazil. Um, and Jude came up here saying... This young person wasn't quite sure what it was about, but we'll share it anyway. It might mean something to somebody here. And said the word Brazil. And my ears perked up at that point. I said, that one's for me. Um, now, what it was about was that we, we have lots of rooms here, and we have a policy that we don't let out our rooms uh, for, for worship for the very simple reason that we then don't need to discern between one hire or another as to whether it's something that we should be allowing or whatever. And there's you know, various sort of implications if we had people coming in and worshipping. So we don't, allow, we, we don't hire out of rooms to other churches, basically. And this church had approached us to say, do you have a room that we could use for worship? Because we don't have one. Um, and so they got the stock response, which is, no, we don't hire out for worship. Uh, very sorry, thank you. We hope you can find somewhere. Now, this happens to be a Brazilian church. And so, <laughs> and so when this word came, just the simple word Brazil, three weeks later, from God, through one of our young people, I had to do something about it. <laughs> so I went back to them for the there were various reasons why we weren't able to meet up, but we did actually meet up on Saturday. Um, and so there was uh, the pastor and pastor's daughter. Um, pastor largely speaks Portuguese with a little bit of English. His daughter, obviously being here a bit longer, um, speaks very good English. And between us, we managed, I, I shared this story about, you know, hearing the word Brazil and then following up. Um, and we had a lovely time together, we prayed together, and uh, we agreed, let's get together at some point and see where it goes. You know, just, so if we're praying together, then it's, it's our prayer event, and we invite them into that. Um, so there's no promise of, you know, you can then hold your services here, because that would, would be against policy, and therefore it causes problems elsewhere. But there was something there about the Lord prompting me to approach this church say 
let's get together. This is the kingdom. We heard in the previous service about kingdom building and here's another potential partnership. It might be a one-off event and it never happens again. And we said that. But let's see where it goes because there seems to be a prompt from the Lord. So I don't really know. And it was the most amazing experience standing there um, praying and the pastor was praying in Portuguese. I didn't have a clue what he was saying, but the room was as filled with the movement of the Spirit. Um, and, and she prayed in English and I prayed in English. So I offer that to you just as an example of how God just does unusual things sometimes and prompts us and he asks us to obey, even if we don't really understand why or, or what it's all about. So that led me to Isaiah 55 in a particular verse, which is verse 11. So what I'd like to do is to just go through the, the psalm, unpacking very briefly as we go, but then hanging on that verse 11, which is, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So if this word Brazil was sent through that young person to us to reach out to another church, then... If that is the word of God, then that will not return to him empty. It will be filled with something of the kingdom. And so I just really want to use the rest of the chapter to kind of unpack that idea. That actually, firstly, we need to listen to God. Then we need to hear what he has to say. But then we have to actually do what he's asked us to do, even if it doesn't make any sense to us. Makes sense to him, obviously. So, um, Isaiah 55, come all who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come and buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labour on what does not satisfy? Because what God gives is free. His grace Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. That injunction from God through the prophet to listen out for his voice. And then when we listen to his voice to hear what he has to say and when we hear what he has to say to put it into place because it will not return to him empty. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Has anyone been to Brazil? No, I've never been to Brazil either. You got the guidebook in case you do. Surely you will summon nations you know not. But of course, God's love and God's mission is for the entire world. Every single nation. And every single person in every single nation receives the invitation 
Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. And we're going to do that in a moment. We're just going to say, Lord, what have you got to say to me today? Seek the Lord while he may be found. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. So this word which will not return empty is not ours, it's his higher thoughts, greater things come from the Lord. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So the the things that start with us, we need to put to one side. And the things that start with him, we need to fill that gap with. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not uh, return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. That is the background to our verse. So the verse starts, so is my word. It's comparing to the fact that the water from heaven comes And through that comes the harvest. So my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God won't be foiled in what he wants to happen. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. That picture of creation celebrating and praising the Creator. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the pine tree, and instead of briars the myrtle will grow. There will be goodness where there is spikiness and badness. And this, the reason, is for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. And so that listening to God, hearing what he says, and being obedient and putting it into place is all for his glory. So it's his thoughts which are higher than our thoughts. We receive, we put into place for his glory because that's what we were made for. So let's just take a moment just to do that waiting and listening. If you have the gift of tongues, to gently whisper that heavenly language is a way of opening ourselves up to what the Lord might be willing to say. Because we don't know what we're saying. But it's a connection. If you've never prayed in tongues before, today might be a day to start. 
just to whisper, not to speak out, because it's between you and God, but just whisper maybe the word Abba, which means Father. You say that over, or say the word Jesus, or Yeshua, that over. And you may find that suddenly the Spirit is helping you to speak that language. It may be just sit in silence. Maybe you just want to say, Lord, what have you got to say to me today? We pray, come, Holy Spirit. Move amongst us today. Open our ears for what you have to say. thing about the prophetic is it's very rarely for us to put into place actually the prophet hears to encourage and to build up and for God to speak to his people so if at any time today or after today you see a word or a picture something which you think might be for the church no matter how small no matter how nonsensical it might appear, like the word Brazil, share it with us, with the leadership, and we can help you weigh if that is for the church and how, how that might be used.